check it out. And okay. we are live. Are we live? And we're, we're live. live. Let's go. What is up, everybody? And welcome back to Italian Football TV. Like we said yesterday, we couldn't have Gaetano and Ludovico yesterday. So we've got a second podcast, second of the week. And actually, I like this. Back to back. For, I think I'm going to like this format. I, yeah. I, can, I, can I say something? <laughs> are we a bench player? Gaetano's no, 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 no. We're not on the bench. You, you okay. came when, no, the league, no, when no, it no, actually no. I think this is uh, for the... For the ones watching, this is the serious IFTV. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to talk about serious professionalism stuff. Professionalism at its best. I agree. So I, I like, maybe that could be the I like it. The, the switch. The yeah. I uh. agree. I agree. Yesterday's is a little <laughs> bit more, yesterday's is a little more, more wild and talking about seriousness. Yeah. Salute. Cheers to you Cheers, guys. guys. We've got, we, yesterday, Antonio uh, painted our faces. Uh, Peter, as you can see over here. I had an AC Milan logo okay. on top of him, and I had Forza Milan on my cheek. Okay. With some. Uh, wow, looking good. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I'm not sure looking good is it. But, Halloween uh, is two weeks away. I know exactly. it came early. It came early. Uh, oh, Peter, Peter, and I weren't the happiest, but we did lose a bet. So uh, and, and we had we had a loss. Fair is fair, there. right? Fair, yeah, fair is fair. Welcome back to Ludovico. Thanks Thank you so much. Thank on. you for having me. How Always like, a pleasure. How do you like the cultural bar over there? I love it. I love the uh, the cultural bar. I love the atmosphere, okay. and uh, we had an espresso, and it's uh, it's bad, delicious. Right? Good. Very okay. good. That's good. That, for okay. Napolitano to tell us that the coffee is good, it's good. It's a it's a right. high hard, high remark. It that's is. for sure. It's a very high remark. Uh, and of course, we had to come back uh, with you because my gosh, Napoli this week was incredible, and we we saved a lot of the Napoli conversation. We touched on it yesterday, obviously, uh, but with Antonio and Peter, it was obviously heavy focus on uh, the Milano derby. But Napoli, 4-1 against Atalanta, and an Atalanta that usually does not go back to this. Uh, one of our friends, journalist David Amiel, as he said, I think he said it best. He said, uh, Atalanta got atalanta by Napoli. Atalanta Correct. got what? Got atalanta Atalanta'd Atalanta'd by Napoli. Like, they, they did their own damage to okay. the, their team, basically. All right, so... Oh boy! What are you gonna say? Then we'll have uh, the uh, <laughs> expert, the expert there. But just for the record, I was the only one <laughs> that selected Napoli to win That's against true. Atalanta of the podcast. Okay, so That's that true. was one of my points. Uh, not, I didn't get too many points this week. <laughs> Very few points, but I was the only one that got. Some. And from the start, I put Napoli on the top four. So. Even before the season started, I put Napoli top four. You had faith in that. When uh, a lot of the other put Lazio and they put, uh, I put Napoli. So I believe in the project of Gattuso. I believe in Osiman. <laughs> I believe that now he is starting to put the team is balance. It's got balance everywhere. And um, there's one thing I don't like. Oh boy. Let's hear it. It's uh, ADL. <laughs> oh wow! Him, I, I, you know, I, I don't know if I ever commented on this. I think I did comment. I don't know. Um, the Juventus uh, deal. I mean, the three nothing. Uh, it could have been okay, but uh, no, no pen Don't penalize Napoli another point, uh, and I blame that on ADL. So I love Gattuso. I love the Napoli. I love everything about Napoli and the way they're playing. When it comes to the president, I'm a little bit hesitant because I think he has an attitude that sometimes he, he does things that... Um, Spontaneously. And without, maybe, think, without counting to 10. Right. Testa duro, yeah. right? Okay. 
I agree. So, good job by Gattuso, good job by Napoli. Fair enough, and that's a great segue. By the way, to hit on his point, did you think Napoli was going to beat Atalanta? Be honest. Uh, yes, well, I think what happened was Napoli, before the game started, uh, I think Napoli drank from the Atalanta water bottles. <laughs> that's what I'm kidding. And they didn't get sick. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we got all... Uh, um, well, it, it's... Napoli is it, it's a solid it's a solid group. We mentioned this a couple of weeks ago last week that uh, the Napoli signings and the new formation and and the way Gattuso was able to create uh, uh, this solid group. Like again, victory is always tough from the locker rooms. We play the four two three one and we defend with the four four two. You have uh, uh, Victor up front. I call him Victor because I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Vittorio. Vittorio. <laughs> he gives you depth. He gives you uh, power. He gives you technique. Uh, he gives you speed. He's, uh, he's very good in opening the space. He's always opening up and he wins a lot of uh, head balls. And then you have Lozano. To me, Lozano did not play for Napoli last year. I said this last week is a new signing. And uh, Koulibaly is also a new signing. Now you have somebody solid in the midfield which is Bakayuko. You have uh, um, uh, Fabian Ruiz that's finally playing his, uh, his position. And Napoli brings a lot of players into the other half of the field. Uh, physically, they're doing great. They started great. Everyone is in shape. And I think he found also that right formula with Di Lorenzo on the right and the, uh, and uh, Isai on the, uh, on the left. Koulibaly, brand new player, reminds me of the 91-point season with, uh, with Sarri. Finally, there's a, a marriage there. There's, they're synchronized with, uh, with Manolas. It looks like that did not happen last year. So far, Koulibaly did not miss a beat. But what I also want to mention is, I hope Gattuso deserves the credit. And it's not, we all gave Atalanta lots of credit for what they were able to create and the way they play and the way, and all the victories and the winning in the past, four, five, nothing. And I don't want this to look like, oh, Atalanta did not play well. No, I think it was the, let's give Gattuso what he's able to create and the type of game plan that Gattuso deserves 100% of I the agree. credit. And of course, I agree the players. That's make that. sure it's yeah. you know credit is due to to uh, to Gattuso and not to say like an upset. Even IFTV wrote on Instagram upset. I don't see it as an upset. You don't think it's an upset? I don't, one? I don't think so. Four one. Absolutely. I, I mean, I don't think I don't think a win would be an upset. But I think when you score yeah, four, four against one, yeah, four one. I was surprised scoring. on the. Uh, well, I thought, okay. Also, Napoli Napoli was playing really well. Now, one thing we could take into consideration is. Maybe Atalanta did not have all the players that they were around the world with the with the with the world uh, of the um, European uh, uh, with the national teams and all that. Keep in mind, guys, out of the four teams that are playing in Champions League this week, only one point out of four games. Yeah. Juventus. It's a scary sign. All the other three teams lost. So is that because the first game of the Champions League is very fundamental? Is extremely fundamental to win and start on the right. Uh, uh, you know, the right way winning the first game of the uh, Champions League group. Yes, the concentration was not there. Maybe. But Napoli played an extraordinary game. The first half was absolutely devastating. Across Europe, too, uh, we saw a lot of the big teams who had a lot of national team players. They all struggled this week. A lot of them were losing points to teams that you wouldn't have expected. So it probably is true. And, you know, a lot of people criticize the international break um, upon there. And I got a question uh, queued up. 
But I want to remind everybody that's watching the stream, uh, thank you for watching, first of all, and hit that like button. It helps us out a lot. And if you are not subscribed, subscribe. We, could be, we should be able to get to 200 likes right away. So we appreciate everybody going. Mike, I know you had something to comment about the match. Yeah. Um, okay. I love... Napoli's probably my favorite team in Serie A, but I put Atalanta to win this game. Um, I, I, like you said, you have to give Gattuso credit and what happened. But out there, that wasn't the Atalanta that was playing the past two seasons. But and was I, it because Napoli did not... That, no, that's the, I, I thought about that too. But Atalanta barely went forward. They didn't look like themselves. They got a goal second half, but they looked deflated. They didn't look like the same team. And I'm not taking anything away from Napoli. I'm just saying it's one game. Maybe not get our heads up so high about Napoli. Even though Napoli's playing incredible football. But I just feel like... Atalanta just had a bad game, but I think Napoli will continue to do well for for sure. 100%. Also credit to Ludovico, who earlier uh, in the first podcast we had you back on spoke about Lozano and said how he's going to be like a new signing for the team uh, because of you know coming from a league where it's not as physically enduring yeah. um, as Serie A. And I mean the guy. Now played- you have depth. You have a bench now. You have Politano. Great. He's having a great uh, uh, season. He started uh, really really well. Lozano could play either the left or the right. Insigne uh, the same now Mertens you could give a break and put Insigne in the middle because he did play with Ancelotti behind the, behind the forward but what changed the Napoli uh, philosophy was having that right player the uh, uh, victor up front that enables the team to, to, to play and create so much space yeah. and so much depth that he takes uh, the defenders left and right and he wins a lot of balls and he, he has a lot of speed and he's always at the right Place at the right uh, at the right time. Plus, you know, you need a little bit of uh, the the um, chemistry. The chemistry. The the, yeah. the the chemistry of the. And I I have to give credit to uh, to Gattuso 100%. for creating uh, this too. team that plays this fun soccer to uh, uh, to watch. And of yeah. course, everyone is in shape right now. Even if you coming off the uh, coming off the uh, the bench. You had you even see the way that the players celebrate. Running over to Gattuso, and you know exactly. some of the pictures are hilarious. We we posted some of them, and you just see the passion. Uh, Osiman, uh, Victor, Vittorio, however we're gonna call him, uh, as we learn how to say his name properly. You know, he even said that you know Gattuso has been like a father figure to him, and he's helping him get into the team so much better than he would have anywhere else. And how how crucial Gattuso has been. So I think that getting that unity is absolutely necessary. I have a very big question before we get to that though. Uh, donation from David uh, who comments on what you said. He said. Uh, De Laurentiis is like your typical Italian president, uh, similar to Berlusconi, Zamparini, a long history of them. That's what makes it so dramatic and fun. Uh, that's David's comment. My comment is, this Napoli, Peter yesterday came on and said, this Napoli can win the Scudetto. That was Peter's words. He thinks that they will be a challenger. A lot of us have spoken about Juventus, Inter, and you know some have extended the olive branch to Atalanta to possibly win the Scudetto. Is Napoli... Come May, come June, going to be a team fighting for the Scudetto? Ludo, first. Oh, boy. It's, I'm very superstitious. I don't, uh, <laughs> yeah, so whenever that. I talk, I'm always, uh, <laughs> um, if the group stays together, I always think that victories and success starts from the locker room. And the, uh, and the health of the players is extremely important. If you have everyone healthy, everyone on the same page, everyone following the the the, the same uh, uh path i think it, it it can happen but let's hope these four points that we lost against uh, well it's not uh official yet They're fighting that for at the end doesn't come back and bite us where it hurts 
And like Gaetano was saying about uh, De Laurentiis, yes, the, the, the judge did rule. Now you have the appeal, and then you have, I believe, another appeal after that. So the league judge, he only goes according to the to the uh, protocol of the uh, um, F FGC uh, protocol. So he follows those rules. He's not. He doesn't read between the lines, and he's not going to read the fine prints. Basically, there was a protocol. You didn't show up. You lose the game. Now in the appeal, that's when who has more the authority? The the uh, the Campania. Uh, uh, health uh, uh, system, the Campania region uh, health system, who has more authority to do that. But Napoli, yes, Napoli can be a, 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 a contender for the Scudetto because I feel that this year uh, Juventus is in a, um, uh, is in a, um, what's the word I'm trying to say? Transition. It's a, a transitional and uh, experimental mode. That's probably the word that I'm, I'm trying to, and now, if and the um, Inter is doesn't sound that convincing, Lazio has their own issues. Atalanta also with Champions League and and Serie. A, I think Napoli can be a serious uh, uh, a serious contender hmm. to uh, to win if if all the parameters if all the if everything falls into place and it stays like this until uh, until May. Just to be back real quick because we do have a donation from Nadal who said we missed you Ludo. Good to see you back. Forza Napoli. And then he asked if you personally thought that they Napoli will win the appeal. It all it, well. The, the judge tried to make a uh, a point. He tried to set an example that they don't want other teams to repeat what Napoli uh, what Napoli did. Now you have to determine, and the the second appeal will take about ten days because now you have to send in all the all the information, all the documents you have to send in, and now it's a different judge that's going to look at the at the uh, at the proof, at the emails, the exchange, phone calls, and 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 the, and and all that. And then you also have a third appeal that you can go to, which is Coney or the Tar in 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 Rome, which has nothing to do with you're talking about the ordinary uh, judging now, and not only pertaining to uh, to uh, to Fiji. Will will we we don't know? It's 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 hard to tell. The Napoli lawyers they're they're very confident that they will win in appeal. Maybe something will change. Maybe two points will be given back to us. Or maybe one point and and we'll take the loss for three because now you're gonna have they don't want this to repeat itself so they're using Napoli to set an as example, example. Yeah, yeah. as an example so it doesn't happen okay. with teams that are gonna have seven positives eight positives now positives and now you have the the authorities of that particular region say no you're not leaving you're not getting on the bus you're mm -hmm. not getting on the plane so they want to try to unless they make it more bull, uh, bulletproof so it right. doesn't able so you to go outside you gotta answer the, the first question yeah to for David. The Napoli. Okay. David. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah I wanted, you know, because David to compare ADL to uh, uh, Berlusconi. 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 If Napoli loses this game three nothing, I blame De Laurentiis. Agree. Point. Punto e basta. I agree with it's you 100. His fault. Okay. I blame him. So um, he has to do the best for Napoli. Not the best for him that he wants to do. Wants to show Agnelli or whoever he wants to show. No, he has to do what's best for Napoli. And and to me, he should have left on that plane that was waiting on that. They had a plane on the runway waiting, and Gattuso and his team had all the bags ready, packed to get on the, the plane. The luggage were already on the yeah, bus. I know. So I, I would blame him. Now, as far as the result, I don't agree with the result. I wish that Agnelli would say, listen, we want to play the game. And play the game. Play the game some other time. Uh... 
otherwise no penalty no minus one point you're going to lose the protocol says three nothing three nothing yeah, i don't but, know why there's an additional but point. not an additional minus one point yeah. that that's i, I that's a little harsh yeah that i don't know right but it's they, they want to keep it from this, other teams from doing Scudetto, the same thing yes that, that will be there yeah, I, I think uh, that uh, Napoli will be there. But well, you believed in the them for the top, top four. four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I made a, I made right. a big mistake. But now Ronaldo <laughs> became positive in Portugal. If Napoli would have left, they would have gone to Torino, and and Ronaldo would have been positive after the Napoli game. Yeah, who knows? The whole team could have gone. World War Three yeah. would have happened. Oh, the <laughs> yeah, Apartments. Yeah. They came to Torino. They gave you know Ronaldo the uh, the uh, mm -hmm. the COVID. It's it's it's, it's trying to find moment. that it's that balance. Yeah, but I, mean, I think uh, the, it needs to be I mean, bulletproof. Uh, uh, I think right the protocol now, needs to be bulletproof. Right, right now, and I heard this this morning, and I know for a fact you can get you could take a rapid test in 15 minutes. You get a result. Okay, so. You can take the test the morning of. In 15 minutes, you have a result, whether you're positive or negative. Okay, this is the rapid test that it's right. Presently, it's in Italy. But you're talking about ordinary, or you're talking about the Fiji Chi standards, and then you have the no, UEFA standards. No, no, UEFA, I'm, I'm talking about. You have the, to be seven they, days non-negative uh, for seven right, days according but, to UEFA. For Serie A, it could be a different right, uh, protocol. Right, but now there's a new test, which you could take the test, and in 15 minutes you get a result. So if you want to, for looking uh, for the future, you can have the players take the test in the morning. And then you know for sure that everybody's negative. But they had to take a test in Torino too. It was yeah. already set. They yeah. already made the reservations yeah, yeah. for the apartment yeah. players to take the test on Sunday morning. Yeah. Okay. But then a lot of things. Uh, then you have the different protocol. You have the UEFA protocol, which yeah, you have strange. to wait a certain amount of days. You have the Serie A protocol. You have to wait less days in order to, to play and isolation. Yeah, it's, they're all different it's, rules. Right, it's, 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 rules. it's a mess. Excuse Look at Spezia, me. for example. They played with, they had what, 11, 12 positives? They played basically with the second team against yeah. Fiorentina. And Genoa too, a week ago. Genoa and uh, Parma, team. the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's, let's move on to the Derby, which was a massive match. Um, again, thank you to everybody that tuned in during our live stream. It did absolutely incredible. Um, we had, obviously, Mil um, Antonio and, uh, and Peter on yesterday who, who, took, who screamed at each other. For, for most of the time. For most, yeah. But uh, what, what, what did you think about the match? Because I know you were very impressed with Milan's performance in this right, Wait, so before we actually go, I just want to hear Ludovico's uh, prediction for that because he's the only one that we didn't know prior did. to the match. Did the you did the you think no, Milan the match, no. No, the match, no. I thought the predictions of the first four. No, no, no. no he no, said, no, do you think for the Inter derby. or Milan was going to win the derby? Yeah, yeah. I, was, I thought it was going to end in a uh, in a, a, uh, in a tie. Okay. Yeah, that's that was my... Uh, Prediction. Mm -hmm. I saw. Uh, I was impressed with the AC Milan in the first half. I thought for the young team that they have, and this uh, w it was a big test for them. I think they did very well. I think Pioli uh, set up the game, and of course, Ibra makes the difference in the locker room and, and makes the difference on the field. I mean, the guy he carries the team and his mentality because sometimes when you have a young team you know they don't know they don't have the confidence they don't know if they could do it and that's where Ibra comes in and Ibra mm -hmm. brings that uh, that emotion mentality. and the character and the mentality of a winner and that is uh, contagious it passes to, to to the rest of them uh, I thought that Inter as a whole I mean Inter played a great game in the second half they deserve to score a couple of goals uh, it would, I wouldn't have been surprised if Inter won the game. Uh, it, it, they wouldn't have stolen anything. Probably the better result would have been a tie because of the chances that they had the second half. I mean, they controlled the game in the second half. So at the end, 
uh, good job by Pioli, but uh, Inter is going to be there, and it's going to be there until the end. I mean, the team, the team is there. They have to, of course, Kolarov. I already said Kolarov doesn't belong in a defense with three, so that's a big mistake. D'Ambrosio doesn't belong in a in a in a defense with three. In a professional and that, team. In a professional and, and team. that's where I dis- I was disappointed with Conte because Conte should have made a, a defense with four, which would have adapted better to the players that he had, yeah. not adapted those players to his tactical uh, system. A, a system. That. You have the players to play with four defenders. Play with four defenders. Yeah, exactly. You know, change it a little bit, because uh, uh, and this is not the first time the Kolarov screw up on the uh, on the and uh, the first game against Fiorentina. He was the last man. He was the last man inside the area, and the ball went over his head, and it went to a Fiorentina. I mean, he can be the last man, and the ball goes over to your head. If the ball goes over your head, it's got to go either the goalkeeper is got to go out of bounds. Yeah. It cannot go over your head inside the area. And there's a player there. Then you're not you're not a last man. And even worse, you can't. Uh, this isn't the first time that Conte made this mistake. That he's not tailoring it towards the game. He's just being. I he, I, I'm losing a lot right. of faith in Conte because I feel like he's not really adapting to the game of what's going on. I feel like he just keeps pushing his system and hoping it works and makes the subs extremely too late. But Inter will be there. The, the, yeah, the for way sure. Inter is a, uh, the forward line, the midfield, yeah. it's something he needs to adjust something in midfield and of course the defense. Is is this a tactical? You know, again, I, I repeated this yesterday, but just to give you context, Conte had said, you know, a great. A coach is like a great tailor who adapts his his game around the materials that he has. And when he was at Juventus, he put three five two because Barzai, Bonucci, and Chiellini were too good right. and he couldn't leave them out. Right. Now is he kind of going back on that because he's not adapting to this Inter, I who's not so. built for a backman three? Yeah. Uh, I mean, when he started, when Conte came and we were there and we were at practices when Conte first arrived, it was four four two. Yeah, four okay. two four 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 two. Yeah, that's what he was practicing. Then he went to the three men. Uh, I would like to say. Two quick things, and then I'll pass it on to uh, him. Did you guys talk about why Lukaku was offside? No. Okay, so I'll, I will explain us. I, I will explain to you why Lukaku was offside, because Lukaku got the ball from a defender. So we were all questioning why was he offside if he came off the defender. Yeah. So right. if the defender, if the ball hits the defender, and it goes to a player who's offside, that player is offside because the defender did not mean to play the ball. If the defender wants to play the ball, and by mistake he gives it to somebody who's offside, then the player does not is not offside. Is that clear? So yes. let's say I am a defender, and I give the ball back to my goalkeeper. That's the play that I want to make. I want to give it back to the goalkeeper. And I give it, and it's my, I, I'm trying to make a play, but I make the wrong play, or I give it right. back to, with the header to the goalkeeper and there is somebody from the other team there, and he gets the ball, he's not offside. Well, we have a perfect example, Gaetano. But, but if, he, if somebody kicks the ball, right, and I'm the defender, and he hits my, he hits my right. leg, hits deflection. something, deflection, and it goes to a, a forward, that's offside. So right. when Ericsson kicked the ball, Lukaku was offside. So he hit his knee or something, and he went there, he's offside. So that's where the play stopped. Then the uh, if it was a penalty or was not a penalty, that's another. another well, another if you case. guys want to visualize what Gaetano just explained, we had a perfect example in uh, in uh, one of the matches yesterday. Spezia Fiorentina. Look at the Spezia goal. What Casares did, 
Oh, that yeah, he tried to play the ball, yeah. but he missed playing the ball forward, and it went underneath his foot. It touched his uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. spikes. It went to the Spezia player. He was a mile offside, right. but he scored. He right. missed the ball completely. No, no he no, did not no, miss. No. He tried so, to, no. so, with the no, step, he tried yeah. to play it forward, but he missed the ball. It went underneath his foot, but it touched his spikes. So the difference is he tried to make a play. Yes. So Google that to visualize. He tried to hit it. He touched it and he went to the defender. Mm -hmm. Now he's not offside anymore. Correct. If Caceres would have moved out of the way. Correct. Yes, that would not have been, been off. He would have yeah. been offside. He, he tried to play it forward and he yeah. missed completely. Just to be clear, again, it has to deflect off them without their knowledge of trying to play the ball. Right. So if, let's say if the ball was coming high, he tries to hit it, hits the side of his foot and goes. Because he's intending to hit it the opposite way. Correct. It will still count as offside. It no, it would it would count yeah, as a, no. It, it's it a goal. Count, so, okay. just gotcha. to our fans, Google the Spezia Fiorentina uh, cool. match, the goals, the highlights, and you will see this the Spezia okay. goal, the Caseras uh, error. Let's call it the quote yeah, unquote yeah. that he made and Spezia scored. The second thing, uh, second thing was Kessi uh, that he made a bad foul. Uh, it's not a red though. No, it's a yellow. But he, uh, that was his second yellow, so he would have been out of the game. Uh, the VAR is not uh, to look at that. So the protocol is because it happened. Uh, it happened just outside the uh, AC Milan um, area. area. Yeah, he came out of the area. He made a foul. That's that was a, ref a foul. Call. It's a yellow card. But because uh, uh, that's not part of the protocol, the VAR is not entitled to go see that play. Uh, so okay. otherwise, uh, it was a yellow. I mean, when you look at it, you can yeah, see it's yeah. a yellow, and that would have been a second yellow. Huh. Ludo, what do you think about the match? Well, going back to, I agree with uh, Gaetano uh, as far as uh, Ibrahimovic. Milan has a young team. They started playing really well prior to the lockdown. And uh, I think Ibrahimovic, thanks to his experience and his presence on and off the field, I feel it takes that pressure off the young players. So the media don't bother them. Everything is like on top of his shoulders, whether he plays well or plays bad, the team, the, the media will always look for Ibrahimovic. And yes, he did score two goals. I feel that Inter has some issues. Number one is, if you are going for the title, and this is what Gaetano was saying, and the 3-5-2 is not working, and we all know how Conte loves the 3-5-2, which he played in the past in his previous teams that he, that he coached. It's not working. Inter, after four games, already has eight goals against. That is a no-no for teams that are trying to win the Scudetto. The only team up there that has the same amount of goal received is Sassuolo. But now Sassuolo plays a different type of soccer. Uh, Calcio, apologize. The Zerbi is a coach from a team that's from a province, not from a big city. So the pressure on the Zerbi is not the same pressure that Conte has. I just feel that if a team uh, goes into a match, an important match like a derby, and you're down 2 nothing after 16 minutes, my understanding is there's lack of, there's lack of concentration, there's lack of determination, and there's lack of focus. You cannot go down to nothing after 60 minutes. Something is wrong. The team is not prepared. The team is not concentrated. The team is not focused. That means as a coach, you did not um, 
prepare the team well enough to start this match 110 miles an hour. Kolarov, I agree with him. You don't, yes, he, he, that's his natural position, but in Roma, he played left fullback for, I don't know how many amount, he, how many years yeah. he was he, in Rome. He always played left fullback. Yeah, love, Correct. Love back. No, he, he was position. also, no, he's a, he, he also plays the, the middle, but he hasn't played that position. No, so now in order much, to get, yeah, majority now was with left three back. people though. Absolutely, yeah. but now in order to play with three, Gaetano, you need, you need months. You need games after yeah. game. Look at Manolas and Koulibaly. It took a season for them to be on the same Jello page. Last the year they were like, horrible, you know, yeah. horror. They were like two strangers. They, I mean, the 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 middle, the 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 people, the players playing the middle have to be like husband and wife. It has to be a marriage. They have to understand each other. With not even, they have to be synchronized. And after sixty minutes, I feel that Conte, the second year that he coaches. I feel like he, he loses that touch with the players. It happened also in his previous teams. And I, I, he has too many big names in the locker rooms. You cannot make everyone happy. He's always asking. And if he wins, he's the best. If he loses, it's always somebody else's fault. Yeah. And that's what I don't like. But I see him more as I a think national team. for the team. first time uh, yesterday, right? He complimented, uh, Absolutely. He complimented uh, AC Milan. He kind of seemed a little bit like it was a bittersweet. Like, it was a it was a weird content to hear. But in but a derby, two goals in sixty minutes, something is not right. He he also like Lugo said, he's known for burning out players after two seasons. He never stays somewhere past two years. There's usually something comes up. It it came up last summer, obviously big time. Uh, but there's also the there's two big questions I don't want. You to already talk started about. with Ericsson? That's exactly what I was going to bring up. And uh, Ericsson came in in the last. 12 minutes, 10 minutes, 15 yeah, something minutes, like um, did absolutely nothing. Even Peter was very disappointed with, with how things are going. Uh, Di Cagno gave, um, gave a big quote saying that someone like Erickson, Erickson does not work tactically under Conte. He's played 10 years at Ajax and Spurs, which play the opposite of Conte's football. I'm not saying it's better or it's worse, it's just different. Conte is demanding and a maniac. Ericsson isn't emotional. If he wins 4-0 or loses 4-0, he's got the same face. Right. Conte likes emotional It's another day at the office. That guys that give their all for something. So is Ericsson officially a case at Inter that he's not going to work with Conte? Well, that's, a, that's, the, what, that's what I said on the last uh, live stream, right? I said when he goes in, in, into the field... You don't see the fire in his eyes. You know, you should be, I mean, this is the derby. You know, you should be Absolutely. there. Absolutely. You know, it's bragging rights. You, you know, you, you go there and you want to... Yeah. He goes in. All right. Yeah, he goes in. <laughs> All right. Okay. It's just like another game. Eh? It's not another game. So, yeah, I, that's a very good... Unless he uh, expected uh, something. Uh, unless the initial conversation that he had with Conte when he was... When he came to Milan, that Conte said, okay, this is what I want. This is what I'm... Uh, getting you for this is what I need from you. This is what you're going, and he's not, and Conte is not delivering on his promise that he made to the uh, to the uh, to the player. But you will see. I hope not. But you will see more of these uh, uh, yeah, scenarios Ericsson, in the in the in the in the, in the, in the play, locker. If he doesn't he's not going to stay. Yeah. Yeah. In, uh, in January, this guy's out. I can, you know, I don't know why didn't they sell it now? Because if if you don't have it in in your plans to play this guy. You know, get rid of him. But eight you goals know. after four games. You know, get something. That's 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 a lot. That's a lot. That that's a lot of. Uh, I mean, you, you you have to try now to fix something and maybe change your your uh, your, uh, your your formation and uh, and be more balanced. Because eight goals, it's 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 too much for a team 
I mean, Sassuolo is different. Sassuolo is, yeah. uh, Sassuolo is different. Capello came out with a big quote too. He said, with the league as uncertain as this year and with how odd this season is going to go, he thinks that Milan has a chance to win the Scudetto. He said, if they all follow Ibra's lead, they could all they could go as far, they could go all the way. What's everybody's thoughts on Milan? What's their what's the limit of this team? Well, we're asking a lot from Ibra because uh, you have to he's understand 39. he's 39 years old or yeah. he's going to be 39 the next couple of days. So can he last the whole season? Um, they also play in the European League. Europa League. Yeah. Europa League. So can he last uh, the, the whole year? Uh, mm, I don't know. I'm Like I said, I put him in top four. That's as far as I'm going to go. It's it's not easy for a 39-year-old uh, player to play two games a week. Now they're also in Europa League. Defensively, Milan is doing great. After four games, they only give up one goal. So you already know now that uh, uh, that defensively, Milan is solid. Best defense in Serie A. Best defense so in Serie A. They're in first place. They deserve to be there based on how they've played so far and what they've, uh, what they've shown. But now here's the big question. What happens if Ibrahimovic is not well, is not healthy. Who can take his place and put that ball in the net even though the defense can hold it 0-0 but now you need to score. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If Ibrahimovic doesn't score, who can actually take that place? And that's what that's, question, uh, that's what Milan yeah. is is lacking, hoping and praying that uh, Zlatan will stay healthy until uh, uh, until uh, you know yeah. he's he's, yeah. he's a line he's a he's a workhorse he, he he loves it he loves when the pressure is on him he loves when everybody looks at him and I think that's good for the team because it keeps the pressure off the other young players that are not used to this pressure at the moment in a big city like uh, like Milano. He's also he's also uh, just to, just to finish with go. him uh, he's also renewing uh, I mean they're talking about renewing him for one more year. They're saying that he wants to stay again an additional year. And I saw this question from ESPN um, that they posed this question. And I thought it was pretty interesting. They asked, after Messi and Ronaldo, who I think we could all agree have been the two best players by a long shot for the past 15 years, 10 to 15 years, they've dominated the game. Third to them, they said, is Zlatan Ibrahimovic of the past 10 to 15 years the best player after Messi and Ronaldo? What are you guys' thoughts? Mm, no, I would not go that far. Whoa. Who would it be? Who's your third? I mean, he he came and played in uh, ML, MLS. I he mean, came he, back? Yeah, he came back, but the three years that he was here, I mean... Uh, he was injured, though. Manchester United, he was injured. PSG was think. doing very good. Yeah, PSG did okay, but Man United, and then he came to Los Angeles. I think Mape has got more talent. Uh, uh, I think he's a, as a young player, he won a World Cup already. Uh, I mean, I think after the two, uh, um, I, I like uh, Neymar is a, is a head case. Uh, he's always on the floor. I mean, as far as uh, he, he could be, but he's not. But uh, I will put Ibra on the top uh, top five. Ludo, what do you think? I uh, I agree with uh, uh, with Gaetan. He, he likes the spotlight. He loves the spotlight. Yeah. But I just feel that at the international level, with the uh, uh, Champions League at all, he has never uh, 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 proven sure. to to uh, to be that that top decisive uh, uh, player. And I also agree with Gaetan as far as Neymar that in the big matches. When it comes to Champions League, 
they don't they 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 uh, they they don't show up, and that's when you need the big player to step up. He loves the attention. He wants to be the head of the of the locker room on and off the field. Um, he loves to be pampered, and he 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 wants the attention, which is good in Milan in uh, AC Milan right now, which is which is great. Like I said before, you have those young players; they're willing to give him the spotlight. They're willing to give what 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 he wants, and he wants things his own way. If you don't give him what he wants, he can break the locker room for you. He has that voice. He has that strength, the vocal strength that he can break the locker room if you don't make him happy with what he wants and how he wants it. He could be a big baby when he wants to. And he has shown that in the past with other with other teams, like the, I believe Barca. Yeah. yeah. He, he has shown that in the past. But he, in Milan right now, he's at the right place, at the right, because he has a young team and everybody follows him. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is interesting. First of all, the only thing that's holding me back for him being right after Messi and Ronaldo, after the two aliens, the Champions League is the biggest thing. Uh, like you, to be that kind of player, you gotta win Champions League, and Ibra's never won it. And when he's left teams, the teams won it. So that's the only thing. Probably, I kind of agree with you guys. Maybe top five, I put him in. But the third, I wouldn't give it to Mbappe just because you got to do it consistently over 10 years and he's too young. Not saying he's not going to do it, but he seems like he's going to be on the path. I wouldn't give it to Neymar either because he didn't show up to the big games. But I think third place is up for grabs. I don't I, I don't know uh, a real option that could do it. But I think Zlatan's definitely one of my favorite players just in cultural history, just in general. I just love his aura that he brings, the intensity he brings. He never gives up. He's 39. He's killing it right now. And he I wants attention. Like, he loves yeah, attention. He loves to be number one. And yeah. uh, and I think it, it, it reminds me a little bit of Michael Jordan. Yeah, he's The a more you he talk bad about him, the more... He gets psyched. The more he yeah, gets, you know, he, wa he wants to him. show you, right? He, he shows that. And Michael Jordan was the same, the same way. Like he, he fed off the simple things. Oh, Michael, you know, tomorrow you're not gonna have a good game. Oh yeah, that's what you exactly. think. I'm not gonna have a good game. He would go the next day and have 50, 60 points just because the guy said on the golf course, you know, tomorrow you're gonna have a, you know, I'm gonna, uh, you, you're not gonna score tomorrow. Yeah. So Zlatan is the same way. He loves attention. He loves to be pampered. He loves to be number one in the. Uh, and he said he right now. He, he deserves what he's giving this team. Ludo, uh, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? I think on this same table, the same position that we're in, I think a year ago or eight months ago, something like that, we were talking about when he was at LA Galaxy. Zlatan was at LA Galaxy. And there was rumors. Mike's like, pulling oh, out the history books. Gazette was saying, oh, rumors Zlatan wants to retire in Milan. Oh, this, this, that, that. We asked around. We asked everyone, do you want Zlatan in Milan? Do you think he'd be a good fit? Do you want everyone? The one that I remember, I remember Ludo saying specifically, ah, he's, not, uh, he's not what he used to. It'll take too long for him to be back. Uh, he already joined the MLS. He's not gonna become the player that he once was. So do you, you remember? First of all, no, no absolutely, no, I remember. I just wanna, I just wanna know from your. Just deny it. I'll delete the video right no, now. No, 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 I'm not denying. I'm not denying. I'm I'm not, not, you know how much crazy <laughs> stuff Antonio said. I gotta delete so much. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. From your perspective, what like it shows what kind of player Zlatan is. It makes him even that much better that he came from playing the MLS to coming back in Europe and pretty much. You know, doing incredible. Well, in you, 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 no you one have could to have expected this. To exactly. be fair, no, no, no one no. could have expected right. Zlatan to I, I do just, Usually, I just brought that up. I didn't in, think in, in general, I remember that. In, in, in general, and Gaetano, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. When a player reaches the 34, 35 years of age, 
you have to train in when you're playing in a certain champ in a in a certain championship, whether it's La Liga, uh -huh. Bundesliga, Serie A, MLS. or in France, you have to train in a certain way. You have to, and your body is not the way it is used to be. Now, if you have that drive, he came to the MLS. For him, it was like taking some money, having fun, yeah. and enjoying himself. Now, going back to Serie A, he had that will to be the best, to show that he's still alive, that he's not old just because on his uh, birth certificate says that he's 39 years old. Not everybody has that drive to, to train in a certain way day in and uh -huh. day out and train like a 20-year-old does uh, the, the way they do it in these, uh, in these leagues. Another player that reminded me that trained the same way when he was 16 years old and when he was 37 years old was Filippo Inzaghi. He trained the same exact way. He never missed a beat. He never said, I'm tired. He always trained the same way. And Zlatan is the, is, the, is, the, uh, is the same way. Look at Cassano. Look at Balotelli. These guys, 25, 30 years old, they don't want to practice. Yeah, exactly. They're lazy. They don't, want, they don't want to practice. They don't want to get fit. And he, has, he still has that will the fire. to show, that fire exactly. to go on the field and, and, and run uh, against 20-year-olds. And that's what I gave him credit for. Let's move on. Um, also, thank you to Hunter uh, for your subscription. Hunter Gomez, uh, we appreciate you on Twitch. Uh, let's move on. And I, I think that the last thing we'll probably talk about, and then we'll touch upon some of the other things, whatever you guys are thinking about. But Crotone Juve, uh, draw 1-1. Michael and I, we again, we commented a lot about this. But your guys' thoughts on this match? That you did you watch the match and what did you think from it? Yeah, I don't know why Dybala never went in into the game. Uh, I have I'm starting to have some, my doubts on Pirlo. Uh, I think he's trying to reinvent the wheel, uh, you know, and uh, he's he's putting players Porta Porta Bella Porta, Porta Nuova no. Porta whatever is. Uh, I mean, he had other players on the bench. And he started with uh, with this guy Portabella. I think that Portanova. Portanova. You, yeah. you think of the mushroom Portabella? Fungi. I mean, Quadrado is of a different level. Even Bernadeschi with Portanova. I mean, there is a difference there. Um, Dybala, why didn't he? He never went in. He tried uh, to put. Uh, the last game, he put Quadrado on the left side, and now he put him on the right side. Um, I, I think his uh, his vision is not. There's a lot of work to be done with that team, and he's not, he doesn't have a clear vision right now of uh, with Arthur, with Betancourt, with Kiesa, McKenney, uh, uh, with. Uh, um, Frabota? No. Fra, well, then he put Frabota. Kulusevski. I mean, Kulusevski won too many points. One week on the wing, yeah, one week on the lot. forward, one week on the right side, one week on the left side. I mean, hello. I mean, you know, try to, to, to put the steam. One thing that I have to say, when Allegri and Allegri coached, everybody knew the position everybody was in the right position everybody when he made a change he made the right change of course allegri he was criticized because he was not beautiful soccer so that's what he was criticized but he was everything was crisp the passes were crisp everybody knew exactly what they had to do but he's also got 10 years of experience on all right on also i would like to make a comment on chiesa 
uh, for the bonehead play that right he made at midfield. I, uh, hello, why do you make a play at the middle of the field which has nothing? I don't think it was a red it's card. Never a red card. Yeah. I don't oh, think oh, it's a red wait, card. Wait, 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 wait. No, oh, boy. That's a red card. No, 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 no. It's, a, it's a red card because I saw it in slow motion. You got to saw it in slow motion. His foot was like this. Studs up. Okay. His foot was like this. I could see the studs. You need to see it. If you look from behind, it's nothing. If you look from the side, it is nothing. Well, what's he supposed because to do? Because he went like this. It, it seems like he went like this. When you look at it in slow motion from a different angle, and I watched it, and I watched it more than once, he went like this. Like I never. This. I don't think that's and a red ever. That's one thing. And the other thing is that when he hit the ball and he didn't get the ball, he did not stop. He went and followed through to hurt the guy. That's a red card. Huh. You got to look at it in slow motion. He never pulled his foot back. When, I once, don't. once you don't get the ball, why don't you pull your foot back? He went there and he. With, I saw his studs and I saw him right over here. You could break the guy's leg. Wait, wait, wait. I, got every right I, I don't think I don't. To my opinion, I don't think it was a a, a red card. Why not? Tell us your explanation. I, I feel that he, Kiesa is the type of player that is very exuberant. He's very uh, super active on the field, and he feels that sometimes he could do everything 150 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. I think that's a I think that's a yellow card. Now my question is this: Do we all feel? Do we all think that the ref in Crotone Juventus Another, did a wonderful job? Not that side. No. Why not? This is not a red card. It's never a red card. Okay. Sure. Besides that, we you, you and I no no, no, no I got no no, 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 no I'm I'm thinking first. Oh, okay. I'm thinking it's a yellow card. I'm not I'm no, agreeing no, with you. I gotta see the uh, that's not a good angle. Okay, you gotta see it from this okay. angle. I'll get, I'll get a good angle. Get the, so get the other angle. We felt I felt that the referee did a wonderful job in Crotone Juventus. Do we agree on this? Maybe, except you think it was a red card, I think it was a uh, a yellow card. But other than that, the penalties okay. and okay. the offside. If he finds, if he finds have, uh, the angle, you're going to see the angle, and you see that he okay. never pulls the leg back. Now, Gaetano, here's my question. If we all feel that the referee did a wonderful job, why was the ref this referee demoted now to go to Serie B in Regina Crotone and be the fourth man? Where is it? I'm gonna right here. Is this the one you're talking about? Yeah, yes. yeah what you're saying, Ludo. I, I okay. do feel Ludo. like it, right it was kind of right harsh there. on that side. Okay, that gave show, show him this now. This is a record. If you go by the book, this is not a red card. If you go by the book, That's it's a red, red card. card. This is never a red card. He's got every right to go for the ball for 50 no, 50 ball. No, no, no. He's got every right to go. He for got the ball. An, an instant. The uh, the uh, the player from Crotone got an instant before to the yeah. ball, and he tried but, to but with the instep. He did not. But we have to allow. We have to allow this to be played. So now, did you see it? I saw, yeah, I saw live too. No, no, you got it. Now live, it's well, not a it, live. It's not even a yellow card. You got to look at his stuff. It's a yellow card. It's a yellow card. He's going for 50-50 that, ball. I'll he steps it. on the guy. I, I personally think I read it. I got to the ball but first. The, you have to allow but it. But the the rules of the game say that if you this is my leg, if you go like this with the studs and you go like but this. He's going for the ball. Yes, but he went with the instep. He's going for the no, ball. No, 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 no. Come no, on, look. It's, it's not the instep. That's instep. No. To me, it looked like the instep. Okay, sure, sure, go yeah. back, go, go back. Stop. Oh, no, no, keep going. See? Okay, okay. Oh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. His foot now changes. 
It was too quick for that, for him to change it. But he didn't go in with his studs like this. Yeah, exactly. He went inside. It, it was inside. Went inside. And then the ball moved and he stepped on. But at the end, look the way he is. This is yeah, not the side. He doesn't control but, that. It's happening in a split like second. But you can't just get this photo and be like, this will happen. You got to show the whole thing. And anyway. I, for that reason, okay. I think... Maybe oh, yeah, I'm a little bit... So why was the ref demoted? I, I don't like... Uh, why was he demoted? I don't like Chiesa so many Why he went from a Serie A game... Why this ref, which I think he whistled a great game... He made all the right calls. Why was he demoted to a Serie B game being the fourth man in the upcoming well, match, Regina Crotone? I, I don't know. This I mean, is, uh, Regina um, uh, I mean, Cosenza. He's a, young, he's a young referee. He didn't make any mistakes. He's a young referee. Why is he sent, being sent but to Serie B? I, I, I uh, listened to the comment from another referee and the other referee, which is somebody that is very experienced, experienced and now is coming he said, if you go by the law, by the rule of the law, this is a record because he went like this. When you look from behind, it looks like he went with the So you step. feel he was demoted just because of the... No, no I don't know. I don't know. Why, why was he demoted? Why was he being know. sent to Serie B? Why he can't continue? If he did a great job in the game, I think he made all the right calls. I'm not sure. Why would he be sent but to Serie B as a this, fourth man? But this is my opinion. So my opinion is it's, it's a red card. You say it's a yellow card, it's a yellow card. But this is my opinion. Salvatore said he was not demoted. It was rotation. And even Rizzoli has gone to... Yeah, I mean, it could have been his rotation. As a fourth man? To me, it sounds a little bit too It could be part of his rotation. Maybe he was already planned that way. Anyway. I disagree. You think it's a yellow card? I think it's a yellow card. I think the way it was, he didn't look... His intent wasn't to hurt the guy, so that's why it looked like it. Even though that picture, it could look like it went to her, but the whole video, he didn't look like he has a mental health. He started with the side of his foot, and then... It stayed with the side of his foot, though. It did go like that, but it's happening... Split and seconds. then he pressed on his leg because his, you could break gravity. the guy's leg okay. once you didn't get the ball and you didn't get the thing once you you go like that you could drop the ball your foot back we'll, we'll disagree i, I mean the, okay. the the referee was two two meters away from uh, from the play and var cannot uh, of course cannot uh, change that that's a ref Listen, when uh, i saw it live call. i didn't even think it was a yellow card Okay. When I, I saw from different angles and maybe a yellow Everyone card. Everyone was split on this. Until There's a lot of I saw that, uh, the one that you show me yeah, now. Show um, we'll continue with it, but uh, Lab, I just want to read this comment. I said, it's midnight in uh, in England right now. I have some oil and I have some olive bread and I'm watching you guys. Life is good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so is it have a, a slice of bread for us. Okay. <laughs> so is it a red card or a yellow card? <laughs> We're waiting to hear from you, Lab. I hope uh, you don't fall asleep. <laughs> Uh, by the way, we have a, a donation from David. He said, I agree with you fully, Gaetano. I also think that Pirlo is trying too hard to make a name for himself. Having said that, I feel like Juve's biggest problem is the director's vision or lack of that, for that matter. Uh, so, kind of... And, in, he's trying to reinvent and the what wheel. I read also is that uh, Dybala was not too happy they, after the game. Well, Pirlo, Pirlo confirmed, by the way, that Dybala was not happy. Um, but Pirlo said he hasn't even played for three months and he Correct. was coming I back agree. and he was sick. Taking antibiotics for a couple if of weeks you, in if Argentina. If you bring him on the bench and you got 15 minutes, 20 minutes and you're losing the game or you're tying the game, put the guy in. Otherwise, don't bring him on the bench. Once you bring him on the bench, the guy's fit to play. 
that's the way I see it. I I feel right now I think Juventus is a construction site. That's my that's my opinion. And I You're right. I feel that Napoli should have gone to Torino. Now we don't want to get into specifics again about rules, regulations, who has the authority. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. That's in the, we'll, we'll talk about this maybe at a later date, 10 days from now, when, when the, 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 the decision comes out. Napoli, I think, should have played that game, should have left. Okay, let's leave it at that. Now, Juventus, Pirlo, at the moment, I feel that he's been given a chance by, by Juventus to, to experiment. And uh, I think Juventus finally said, okay, we don't want to be, we don't want to put band-aids every time to get a coach they want to build something in-house this is why he's bringing these young players and he felt that against Crotone he felt that he could have won that game with the players that he put in and maybe save some players for the Champions League during the week he also hasn't seen these players for a couple of weeks because they were all were around the the world uh, uh, playing with uh, with national teams so they didn't practice a lot so he felt he went with the players that stayed behind these young players that he that, that he uh, that he uh, uh, put in, and he sees something in those guys. I like the way Morata played because Morata played like a true center forward because Ronaldo was not there. So he played like a true center forward. Now once Ronaldo comes back and he now Morata has to move more to the side. He hit the post. He scored. He was at the right. Uh, he was at the right place at the right time. He had the opportunities. He was a box player the way we know Morata. Now, Ronaldo comes back. His position will move more to the, uh, 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 to the right. So he's still experimenting. But Juventus will give him a chance. And even if Juventus does not win the Scudetto this year, it's okay. But they want to build something solid for the future. That's the way I think. The only negative thing about this, let's hope... Pirlo does not burn himself the way Ferrara did years ago when he went to uh, when he coached Juventus and things did not uh, 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 did not work out. I but I feel this time they will give him Juventus will give him a chance to make mistakes and learn from uh, uh, and and gain experience. And not fire him. I, I, I agree. No, no, I agree. I agree with both of you. I think that Pirlo is definitely trying to reinvent the wheel. Like, I mean, the team the, to me, the word is disorganization. I, when I watch Juventus, I've never seen a Juventus so out of place before. They don't know what formation they're playing. Players do not know where they're supposed to go. It never really makes sense. It Everyone takes time, is, Marco. No, no, I agree. I agree. I'm just saying what's happening is... That's why I'm, I'm touching on both of you. They Players do not know where they're supposed <coughs> to be, for sure. Excuse me. And, but I do agree. I think that anyone who's surprised... This is what I expected. I expected a coach that's going to go in there, experiment... Doesn't really know what he's doing because again, you got to give him a chance. Yeah, he, he exactly. deserves a chance. But I'm just saying the only people that are surprised by this are those who had different expectations and expected a Zidane who's just going to manage a team that's already been winning and be like, "All right, you guys go do you," which is not Pirlo, and right. which is what we said that Pirlo is not Zidane. All right. So I think right. that the only people that are confused are the people who had expectations other than this. I completely expected all of these growing pains. But just to go back to what you just said, when Allegri came into Juventus, he was smart enough to leave the team the way Conte was playing. And then, little by little, you insert your own mentality yeah. and your own tactics. But you cannot expect you go there and you change everything. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think uh, 
I think Sarri did the same thing when he got to Juventus. You leave the same tactical. The players, you have the players. You have great And gradually you make and the... And then uh, gradually you make the changes. Then yeah, you, okay. you bring your philosophy the way you want to, to play. But, you know... Well, this doesn't make any sense. That's but again, some players are not. Expected. Some players are also not in shape. Look at, for example, look at Arthur. Uh, what's it? Arthur. 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 Yeah. Coming from Barca, he's what coming I mean. from La Liga. The Barca style of playing. A lot of these short passes. You know, uh, one touch, they don't work three, four yards. In Italy, they're not work. You got to try to find the vertical uh, pass, the longer passes. And he's he's always with these short. Two, three yard The Barcelona passes. mentality. Yeah, the Barcelona mentality. Exactly. Now, to, can he change? Absolutely can. Can he give more? Absolutely. But it's going to take time for Pirlo to have, uh, for his team to have the, the right uh, identity. And I hope he doesn't, you know, he doesn't burn himself like Ferrari and Juventus will give him a chance yeah, to make this one. Those, those mistakes. This year they will. And, and just to those that are saying that we're saying that Pirlo will not succeed, Nobody at this table has said that Pirlo will Absolutely become a failure. No. Nobody here is rooting against Pirlo. What we're saying is we're judging after what we've seen so far. Yep. If you have seen something else, then you either have your eyes closed or you've got blinders that you don't want to see what the reality of the situation. It does not mean what Pirlo will become. It is just judging the situation for right now. And again, we all know that with it's his first time with the job, so you should expect this. But to those saying that we're we're saying that he's a failure, that he's going to be a failure. That's what nobody at this table has said. Just based on just all the games. That anything one. else you guys want to conclude with? Any any game that specifically you want to touch mm, upon? No, just uh, a comment on the Roma game, uh, Roma Spezia. Uh, when the ball, uh, I believe, was passed back, Verot, Verot, got to the ball first. He passed the ball to the side. Oh, yeah. Then he stepped on the uh, Spezia player. That's not a penalty. Why not? Because he, he played the ball first. He got to the ball first. Okay. He played the ball. And then he stepped into the guy's foot. That's not a penalty. When uh, Pedro went, uh, uh, the penalty of Pedro, you guys remember? Yes, yes, it was yes. a long ball. The goalkeeper played the ball first. Then... Pedro fell on top of the goalkeeper or the goalkeeper touched Pedro. That's not a penalty. This is according to protocol, according to the same referee with a lot of experience. We saw it in slow motion. He said both were not penalty. I just wanted to comment that. Anything else that you want to wrap up with? In this? I want to touch on two uh, um, minor, uh, well, not minor, but uh, uh, two issues. Um, Benevento. I like the way Benevento is playing. I like the style of soccer that they that they uh, uh, proposing their that that attacking uh, mentality. They play beautiful soccer. They 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 face the opposing team. Maybe Inzaghi, depending on who you're facing, maybe you want to adapt a little bit if you want to stay in Serie A. But they got the right players. They got the right mentality. They got the right coach. They're in the right uh, city and uh, ambience. And I hope Benevento does stay in Serie A. And another uh, team that I feel deserves a lot of credit is this uh, Sassuolo. This uh, the Zerbi that I think is one of the best coaches in Serie A that can really see and fix the game on the fly. He really sees where the issues are, where the the uh, the where to make the right substitutions at the right time, and his players they never give up. They are going to win. They are going to receive a lot of goals. They already got eight but they also will score 
a lot of goals because of that mentality that he brings. Is he ready for the big scenes? I don't know, because to be a coach in the province, in a small city, and a big city, the pressure is a lot being yeah, a coach yeah, I, in the... I, in I the, agree with that. Ludo, you have a very special fan in the comment section right now. Rosario from Ribalta. He said, Ludo, great to see you. Forza Napoli. Always. Sempre. <laughs> <laughs> Ciao, Rosario. We actually, we saw him uh, last week and he was telling us uh, that he wants to come on. He's like, I want to come for Milan Napoli. He's like, I want to go against Antonio. So uh, I think... We, he, okay. That would be a great match. It would, okay. right? That would be a great okay. match. And I think one day we got to get Rosario and you. We have a full Napoli right. podcast. A Napoli That's podcast. Good. Some good pizza. We got the, the coffee now. But oh, perfect. I just right? wanted to give a, a, a shout out, let's say, to uh, Sassuolo and to Benevento. I really enjoy watching those uh, those two teams uh, play. And looks like also Ranieri. Looks like he's yeah. putting Three the pieces. You know, the, he's putting, he's creating that puzzle. He's putting that... Uh, the pieces Peace together and they uh, and they're uh, and they're starting to uh, to win. Yes, yeah, so I just want to say they're in second place, undefeated right now. Three wins, one draw, and uh, I think that Zerbi is probably the most underrated manager in Serie A because they look like Atalanta two point. What? Conte is not the most underrated. Underrated Conte. <laughs> he, look how much he gets paid. Look at salary. He's definitely not underrated. <laughs> uh, and I just want to say they look like Atalanta two If you really look at, at them, it's just their defense needs some tweaking in there. And we got a Greek in there, Kiriakopoulos, left back. So I'm happy fun to watch. That. Fun it's to very, watch. Very, and very fun to watch. He he reads the game on the fly. He fixes exactly. the issues on the fly. And not many coaches can and can uh, can fix things and on the uh, Bogdan, on the fly. Their best player hasn't been playing yet. Wait till he gets uh, wait till he gets uh, into the system. Then they're really gonna. Wow, look at this guy, Chicho Caput also. 33 exactly. years, uh, years, uh, years old. I Incredible. mean, uh, and uh, Chicho Caputo belongs in the national Nacho team. Now, the starter, but does, but this, starter. Starter. this is one second, one second. I just want to touch, I just want to touch like 10 Where? seconds. Even Mancini with, with the national team, it does, he's not looking where the players are playing, how old they are. If yeah. they're playing well and they deserve a chance, he will give everyone a chance. Like Whether you play for Spezia exactly. or you play for, uh, uh for Juventus. You will yeah, get that I chance agree with that, but if uh, you I have a few bones to pick with Mancini. Maybe oh another time. Right. <laughs> oh, another time, I agree. Guys, if you like this, uh, make sure you hit the like button. I got to be honest. I kind of like it like this. Yeah. I kind of like Sunday, I Peter like and Antonio. And, and then today, chill, relax kind of podcast. We hang out. I'm available every Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if, if, uh, we're gonna, we'll, pose a, we'll pose a question to the viewers right now. Make sure you hit the like button if you want to see this. If we want to have on Mondays like this because it's, everybody's schedule is different. But I think it gives, it gives more room to talk a little bit. Right. It's more open. Right? We respect each other's opinions. Yeah. That's so the I most important I, thing. I think it's fine. I, I like it. If you guys like this, uh, we'll do it two a week. For, for us, it's no All problem. Right. Okay. And if you guys no problem, we'll do it. Right. Ludo, Dad, thank you guys thank for coming you guys. on. As thank you guys. Had. Happy culture, everyone. And enjoy Champions League. All right? Perfect. As always, yeah. talk to you soon. Ciao, ragazzi. Ciao. And Forza like, Napoli. Like, like, like. Sempre. Gaetano, right? Forza Napoli, sempre. <laughs>